Hello, this is Ben Eshmade and welcome to the King's Place podcast. Christmas is nearly here, but forget your Christmas parties and boring repeats on the television. There is no better way to celebrate than an evening in the company of songstress Bella Hardy. Part of the custom-made Winter Festival lineup, which also features the Albion Christmas Show, Norma Waterson and Eliza Carthy with the gift band and can. But Bella joined me in Hall 1 to talk about her concert and began with an exclusive unaccompanied carol for this podcast. Her olive branch extends And white-robed innocence from heaven descends Swift fly the years and rise the expected morn Oh, spring to light, oh, spring to light The auspicious baby born Swift fly the years and rise the expected morn. Oh, spring to light the auspicious baby born. Hark a glad voice, the lonely desert cheers. Prepare the way, a God, a God appears. A God, a God, the vocal hills reply. The rocks proclaim, the rocks proclaim the approaching deity. A God, a God, the vocal hills reply. The rocks Proclaim the approaching deity. Wow, thank you. Uh, <laughs> nice to meet you. Lovely to be here. Thank you very much. It was fantastic to start with a a cappella song. Can you just tell me a little, little bit more about it? Well, it's called Peace O' The World. It's a local carol of mine. I'm from the north of Derbyshire, from the Peak District. And that is one of my local carols. And it has the wonderful lyric in it. Uh, he from thick films shall purge the visual ray and on the sightless eyeball pour the day. It's always been one of my favourites for that, for that lyric. Back home we call it the eyeball song. I don't think I'm underestimating you're someone who enjoys Christmas. Yes. I think people have gathered that at this stage. I am a big fan of Christmas. I I think being from a small village, a place where there is a local caroling tradition as well, but even kind of before I was very much aware of that, we had kind of the, the church carols and went around carol singing door to door on the back of a trailer and things. It was always a really positive time of the year for the community and I really felt that I wanted to take that and kind of pass it on to people because as, as I said I really I really enjoy that feeling that sense of hope and brightness and the songs and the colours and the the joy that you can have through song at that time of year and through any music at Christmas and it's lovely to be able to take that on the road I followed footprints in the snow never knowing if I was right behind you looking down no one would know I wasn't walking hand in hand beside you for your footprints lead the way to a heart where hearts we made surround you. You're a in all its Lulee, Lulee, now a little tiny child. 
You mentioned joy there, but I'm going to flip that on the head and, and mention the opposite, which is darkness. Mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of these carols, are, you know, the lyrical content is quite dark. Uh, especially, I think, of the lots of the traditional carols. I do the Coventry Carol, which, of course, is the story of Herod and his slaughter of the innocents. A lot of the traditional carols will cover any of the, the church stories. They're not just about the Christmas story. Because I think partly it was one time of the year you could guarantee everybody would come to church. So all get together in one space. So they would cover a lot of the church lessons rather than just the Christmas lessons. But even in, of course, in modern uh, Christmas music, there's a lot of sadness as well. My favourite of all Christmas songs, I think, is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, which is a tune that is just laden with doom. I don't know why it's such a a beautiful message, but it's a heartbreaking song. And I think really what's going on is that songs in general are about bringing out emotion and expressing, you know, these emotions that we have in everyday life. And at Christmas, those are so heightened by everybody, whether they're sad feelings, happy feelings, it's just heightened. And I think Christmas music quite often reflects that. So it's quite a heightened time of year and quite heightened reflection in the music that you perform. We singers make bold as in days of old To celebrate Christmas and bring you good cheer Glad tidings we bring to you and your kin We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year You do seem uh, uh, maybe a step away from the the, the, the overt commercialization of, of Christmas. These songs do seem to tap into something a little bit more historic or from, a, from previous time. Uh, well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully a decent step away from the over-commercialisation. They do, I mean, the traditional music is all about story for me, and all good songs are about story for me. Um, and I think that's what I'm trying to find in the Christmas songs as well. Even the ones that, I mean, I do a version of Rocking Around the Christmas Tree and Merry Christmas, everyone. I do still want to do the happy Christmas songs, but you have to sing them from a place that's real, otherwise people see right through it. And you get a certain sense of that at Christmas, because there's a lot of money to be made in Christmas songs. That's the tricky thing as well. People will often tend towards something that's obviously going to peel across a broad spectrum and manage to lose the thing that is making it uh, intimate and making it personal and making it true. So we're always trying to get, in, in all folk music, we're trying to get back to that point, and I try and do that with the Christmas music as well. a year ago not, not only did you tour a Christmas concert but you actually recorded a set of songs mm-hmm. what was your thinking behind that and was it, was it hard to choose which ones you were going to record it was pretty hard to choose which which I think 12 to go for we went for maybe 11 or 12 in the end um, because there are an awful lot that I love I obviously wanted to get some of my home uh, traditional songs in there um, but I'd recorded two of the most popular ones before I've, but I, I wanted to just get as broad a mix of things as possible but also to keep it quite light-hearted and not too doom-laden which is my um, temptation always but that was last year that was called Bright Morning Star the album and actually this year I'm releasing a single because I finally after many many years of trying managed to write my own original Christmas song and I thought I ought to get it out before Christmas was done. I think February is a very bad time of year to release a Christmas song. So <laughs> so that's going to come out at the end of November and it's called I Would Bring You the Moon. If I could I'd bring you all the lights I've seen Red and gold sparkling in the green I would bring you the cold upon my... It does 
tend more towards the songwriter side of, of Christmas and the traditional side, um, but hopefully still, as I said, has that integral story in it that makes it not too cheesy. What I'm interested to know is when you did sit down and you were going to write your own Christmas song, what was your sort of ingredients? What was your kind of list of things that you were trying to include? Well, I, as I said, I, I have actually been trying to write Christmas song for four years. So it's been kind of churning around in my head. And when I came, because I suddenly thought, you know what, I really want to write, write this. And I had a, a kind of germ of an idea. I had a tiny seed and I sat down and I watched It's a Wonderful Life and I ate a whole tub of chocolate coins and sniffed some cinnamon. And that is how I wrote my Christmas song. It took me six hours and I wasn't moving until it was done. So that, that is literally the recipe for my Christmas song. Chocolate coins, cinnamon, and it's a wonderful life. That the greatest gift would be Christmas with you. I think that leads on quite nicely to talk about your other me- memories of Christmas, what Christmas means to you beyond the, the, the carol singing. I mean, let's start with, have you got a big family? Uh, I have quite a large extended family, but at Christmas we tended to just be my parents and my sisters, um, and very much the village family from where I came. We've always spent e- uh, Christmas in Edale, which is a village I'm from, and we're very close to the people where I'm from as well. So really it's more of a a village event for me than obviously it's a family event as well and all the rest of it, but it's very village orientated. The holly and the ivy, now they are both full grown. Of all the trees that are in the wood, the holly bears the crown. Oh, the rising of the sun, the running of the deer. For anyone who hasn't seen you live before, anyone who's listening to this, what, what is the typical Bella Hardy live experience? The typical? Oh, Lord. Well, that's a tricky thing to answer, that's for sure. Uh, it depends who I'm out with at the time, because, of course, I tour with quite a few people. I tour with Carthy Hardy, Farrell and Young, who, was, who I was at the King's Place with last time I was here. And that's an absolute riot, because there's four of us on stage who all sing and all play the fiddle and are all not particularly shy personalities. So that can be a lot of fun on stage. I think the most important thing for me always in all of my music, and this includes stage performances, is the story and the song. And I get very annoyed when you can tell that the singer is more interested in their own voice than the story. And I think that's kind of an integral part of folk music. And hopefully what you'll get at one of my gigs is some nice music and uh, good arrangements, um, but stories and and things that can hook you in and keep you interested and keep you listening. I know lots of people, I don't really listen to lyrics anymore. It drives me mad. I say anymore, I think maybe it's always been the case, but uh, hopefully, you know, it's about, it's about hearing stories. Um, and taking that away with you and coming hopefully away with something new and a new perception on something. And with this tour, I have uh, Anna Massey with me who plays guitar and uh, she's fabulous. She plays in a, a band called Blazing Fiddles up in Scotland and she has a duo with Myrod Green and she actually is a phenomenal fiddle player as well, but she plays guitar mainly with me. And then Chris Sherbin from Ghoul in Yorkshire uh, on the concertina. So we are a fiddler guitar and a concertina and some voices and maybe a glockenspiel here or there to add some Christmas. And on this tour, of course, as well, fairy lights and baubles. I spend my month untangling fairy lights, which is so much fun. It gets me in the mood. <laughs> I'm usually just cursing and swearing by about halfway through. If anybody's got any ideas of how to not tangle up fairy lights, I would much appreciate it. Silver and gold, silver and gold. Everyone wishes for silver and gold How do you measure its worth? 
One of the reasons I love touring so much at Christmas is that everybody is in such a good mood. Um, it's probably the, the most naturally easy tour of the year for me because I just get to go to all these different places in the country. I get to see everybody's Christmas lights and their Christmas markets. I get to do all my Christmas shopping in wonderful places. And everybody is absolutely up for some soul-lifting, inspiring music, be that slightly depressing music on occasion and really uplifting music in a, in a different way but everybody's up for an experience everybody's ready for the Christmas experience who comes to the gigs You're very kindly going to sing one more song um, to finish off this podcast in just a moment though I'm going to, I'm going to end with one last question uh-huh. if, you, if you could maybe choose one thing what, what would you like for Christmas? What would I like for Christmas? Apart from world peace obviously um, I, I need a new fiddle bow <laughs> I've snapped my fiddle bow on tour with Carthy Hardy, Fowl and Young in February on stage. It was quite a rotten experience because I had flu really badly. So my voice was suffering and I was on stage rosining my bow before the next song and my bow snapped. So I couldn't sing and I couldn't play the fiddle. And I, <laughs> I've been saving some pennies aside ever since to get myself a new fiddle bow. And I have a spare which I've been using, but um, I think I'll be hopefully buying myself a new fiddle bow for Christmas. Um, what are you going to sing for us? I'm going to just sing you a quick rendition of We Wish You a Merry Christmas, which we call uh, We Singers Make Bold. Well, I will be the first person to wish you a Merry Christmas this year. And a very Merry Christmas to you too. We singers make bold as in days of old To celebrate Christmas and bring you good cheer Glad tidings we bring to you and your kin We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year We wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. The shepherds, amazed as onwards they gazed, beheld holy angels to them drawing near, singing goodwill to men as onwards they came. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. So join heart and hand and keep God's command by choosing to serve him throughout the new year in an innocent way. We'll be happy today. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Bella Hardy sings her own unique version of Christmas carols past and present on Saturday the 14th of December in Hall 1. This is the last day of the custom-made winter festival which runs from Thursday the 12th to Saturday the 14th of December and features the Albion Christmas show, Norma Waterson and Eliza Carthy with the gift band, Can and of course Bella Hardy on the final evening. I'm Ben Eshmade and you've been listening to a King's Place podcast and for more details about any of these events please visit kingsplace.co.uk. Thanks for listening.